0: Nubby. Norbert. Norb.
1: Yoo-hoo. We see you over there. Come here, bub. This episode is all about you. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come on, bub. Nothing?
0: Nope, he's just chilling. (laughs) Chilling by the door.
1: (laughs) Norbert, we're going to talk about you.
0: Well, this episode is all about raising a dog.
1: Greetings friends, I'm Neil,
0: And I'm Hannah. We love our Catholic faith.
1: And we also love all kinds of entertainment.
0: On this show, we'll talk about our interests, hobbies, and favorite forms of entertainment.
1: And how we can enjoy all of those things as Catholics striving for holiness.
0: Welcome to Pope Culture.
1: Yes, furry friends.
0: We like them.
1: We do. And um I don't I'm not a cat person.
0: I like cats and dogs. I mean I have a preference toward dogs, but I like cats.
1: Cats are okay. They're but nothing like today dogs. Today
0: so. we're gonna be talking about Norbert and Our dog. Our dog and what it's been like raising him so far.
1: We have done a bunch of the like favorite lists of media things. But we wanted to branch out a little bit and talk about something that maybe a lot of you are familiar with as well, regardless of your favorite forms of entertainment, which is raising a, a pet, and in particular a dog, because that's what we have raised so far.
0: <laughs> in the process.
1: <laughs> We're working on it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, how old is Norbert?
0: He's almost two.
1: Yep. Two. Two. Actually, summer. probably by the time this comes out, he'll be two, I bet.
0: Yeah. Got to get him a little birthday hat.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's laying by the door right now. A lot of times when we record, he's jingling his little collar around all over the place. Or
0: squeaking his toys. Squeaking
1: his toys. He likes to come up and, and lay. We just record this in a spare bedroom we have in our house. So <laughs> he'll come and lay on the bed next to Hannah yeah he's a good hound.
0: He is a good hound,
1: yeah. Should we just talk about where we got him from?
0: Yeah, why don't you tell us where you got Well, so I, I lived with you first yeah,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, before we got married, I had just kind of thought, man, I miss having a a faithful furry companion. I grew up with a dog in the house um I mean, we all kind of helped take care of him, but it was more my parents' responsibility i felt I feel like. <laughs> Kind of like how it goes with, with kids and pets. Like the dream is that you're going to take care of them too, but in reality, it ends up being the parents a lot of the time. So, but I, I, I did, I just being an adult, I missed having a little buddy to do things with and to spend time with and to have that happy face when I got home. Um, and so, yeah, about two years ago, um, I was working for the, um, a church in Rochester, Minnesota. And a family there, um, Jeff and Marnie, the Biglers, um, shout out to you guys if you're listening. uh, They were having a mistaken litter of puppies. So their dog, Belle, had gone to the kennel like a week before she was supposed to be spayed and met a handsome golden retriever named Eddie. (laughs) and uh the rest is history she got pregnant she's a black lab so norbert is a black lab golden retriever mix or a gold if you're uh using the official i don't think that's official i don't know but just the cute name the cute name uh so they had six puppies and one unfortunately passed seven so seven total i think
0: something like that. I can't quite remember, but they were all really cute. We'd go visit them during the summer and ha- play with them. Yeah. Which was amazing.
1: So one of the advantages of having of knowing the breeder was that we could go and see the little pups pretty much immediately after they were born. <laughs> and they were so cute. So it, like that's made having Norbert even more special because we got we've known him literally since I mean, we got pictures the day that they were born, you know, so, so we have seen him forever since he came in on into this world. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just, it was awesome to, to get a dog and, um, you know, I think going in, I was very excited. I, I go in phases a lot, so. I, I tend to get kind of obsessed about things for like two weeks and then move on to another thing. And, um, in the case of the dog, you know, it was pretty much, I was obsessed as soon as I knew that it was going to be possible to get him. Um, so it was like eight weeks. And so I did, I did all my research. I was buying all like dog collars and leashes and his kennel. I was, it was, I was so excited to get this dog. You were too
0: yeah I'm excited
1: but um I you know it's very cliched, but but you know it, you, you don't really fully understand what you're getting yourself into until you actually <laughs> until you arrive home with this dog and uh, and you have to you're responsible for another life, even if it's not a human life at that point, you know, it's a dog, but still. It's, it's another life that you have to feed and be responsible for. So, um, yeah. So we're not only going to talk about like the best things about owning a dog. Cause there, there's, I mean, I think maybe, I think you would agree with me that pros far outweigh the cons. They do. But there are challenges and there are difficult things when it comes to owning a dog. Right. Things that make you go like a screaming goat. <laughs> but what do we want to start with, Hannah?
0: Well, let's start with the Let's start with challenges so then we can go to like Start the with the hard things. Oops. Yes. Okay. So obviously Well, hold mentioned.
1: on. Actually I'm I, I lied. We should start with why um like from from a Christian Catholic perspective, what is what's like why should we take care of animals or sure or dogs or cats well, I guess any animal I mean, really this applies to
0: the beginning we have been living on this earth as part of creation and we are called to be active caretakers of the animals so I think it just goes way back
1: is that in I want to say it's Genesis two when God it's says you'll have dominion toward the beginning. or is it one? I can never remember I've got it pulled up, but I don't know that I can <laughs> that I can find it um da, 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 da. Bucal, this is <laughs> this is when you vamp know, while I'm looking t- something up. <laughs> That's that's what the pros do. Okay? Yeah,
0: well, maybe we'll just put some cute pictures of like Norb and his sibs up while we have this random airtime. time.
1: What are you talking about? This isn't a video podcast, Anna.
0: Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're not that fancy.
0: Oh, that's true. Shoot. <laughs> well, just imagine cute little lab golden retriever puppies and or look them up. And that's what we got to experience when Norb was a babe
1: well look this isn't I don't think what I'm looking for but Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 the Lord God also said it is not good for the man to be alone let us make a helper for for him similar to himself therefore the Lord God having formed from the soil all the animals of the earth and all the flying creatures of the air brought them to Adam in order to see what he would call them for whatever Adam would call any living creature that would be its name so Adam named the four-legged canine the dog
0: (laughs) That's so it goes. So it goes. This one shall be called Norb.
1: This one, yeah, (laughs) Norbert is his name. Um, obviously, then it goes on to say that those creatures were not fitting for you know that we had to have man and woman, and and then somewhere along the line here, I don't know, maybe I'll find it eventually, maybe not, but um, that we have we do we have dominion over the over the earth and we have to take care of it and we have to respect what God's given us. And yeah, one of the ways that we can do that is by taking care of domesticated animals like Norbert, (laughs) like dogs, like cats, like fish, like, you know, bunnies, chinchillas, gerbils, weasels. (laughs) Hey, like tiger King. Tigers, except the not, not, no. Tigers are not domesticated animals. If you want more thoughts on this, go watch our Tiger King review. It's on YouTube. Pope culture. Not a fan of tigers being pets. It's not what. It, no. Anyway,
0: back to Norb and raising a dog.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get into the challenges.
0: So, Avi, you had mentioned the when you brought him home. Yes. Having something to constantly care for. Yes. So especially when they're puppies, because when Norb was a puppy, Mm -hmm. I mean, he was, he still is very energized. But as a puppy, he was like super energized and curious about everything and wanted to chew everything and bite everything. And yes, obviously training a dog is a challenge.
1: It is. It's I mean you were part of it with me, sort of.
0: Yeah, and when I was over visiting That was one of
1: the things yeah I mean
0: Taking Norb outside. He actually trained pretty quickly. Neil did a great job training him.
1: I really focused my energy on it. Yeah. And I like I said, I had done so much research and you know, probably tens, if not hundreds, of hours of YouTube watching. <laughs> Stony Dennis. From Kentucky, he's (laughs) hey. Look him up if you are thinking about getting a dog. Look up Stony Dennis, Uh, S T O N N I E. It looks like Stoney, but I'm pretty sure it's Stony Dennis. On YouTube, he provides some of the best and funniest um, dog training tips. Uh, (laughs) I forget what was there was one that I always kept coming back to. Do you remember that one? I don't, I just, like every time I was telling people I was watching a lot of this was one guy. Was it the with the goat? Yes, the goat. Yeah. So he has, he has all kinds of animals roaming around his, his, uh, his, his, wait. Oh. <laughs> Hannah's looking at me. She wants to, okay. Yes. It was a goat.
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: See, again, we're cheap here. We don't have a producer who's sitting here pushing these buttons, so I can't. Sometimes they don't put the connections together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was I? Oh yeah. He just, there's all kinds of animals running around. So half the time, like he's trying to train this dog, the dogs, cause he's a professional trainer. It's what he does. He has his like random goats that are around his farm hanging out too. And so like the goat will try and get in on some of the treats that he's giving the dogs. And, and, uh, he's like, get out of here. you old silly old goat. And, uh, yeah he's he what he um it's entertaining it's entertaining and he always refers to the dogs as being fine animals they're fine animals (laughs) and
0: then you used to say that to norb you're a fine animal
1: i still sometimes try and remember to do that because i do (laughs) think it's funny um while we're on the topic of of good training resources um We'll get to more like doggy dog resources and like products and things towards the end of the pod, but um, a couple good YouTube channels because I did find there you know there's a lot on YouTube that, um, that can be really helpful. You know, I mean, you can read books too. That's really good, but like to see some of the training being done hands on. um, I think the uh, probably the you know Stoney's fun, but his videos are a little. (laughs) <laughs> they can be kind of long and he kind of rambles on as in his Kentucky accent and all that. Um, but simpatico dog training is another really good one. Um, and the big thing that you want to rely on is making sure that whoever you're training from, they really emphasize, uh, reward based training because it's just proven over and over again to be way more effective than, uh, you know, oh, Norbert's moving. He heard us talk about treats. I
0: you know, he's checking it out. Hop up. There he is. Good boy. <laughs> Always me.
1: Good boy. It's proven to be way more effective than like punishment training. You know, choke collars. You know, zapping and stuff. It, you know, yeah. I mean, there is a, there's a scare factor, but. How much more are you gonna be able to positively impact your relationship with your dog if it's based on a system of rewards and loving them up than let's let's zap them until they figure it out you know okay. so anyway, um
0: and I think people listening to this who know Norb are laughing like thinking he's <laughs> not that well trained because he jumps still a bit and he's overly excited when he meets new people. he is. And so we're still we're still working on training him. So we want to put that out there. He's we're not experts. We're not experts at all. He's still a very young dog, so we have a long way to go.
1: And he's a, you know he's half golden retriever, half lab, so he's very yeah. energetic as but it is.
0: He knows his basic commands very well, and mm-hmm. when he's with Neil and with me, um, he does really well focusing. It's well he just loves sometimes. people so much
1: <laughs> he loves people so much that yeah. that he just can't help himself, especially I was really good like when he was a, a really little pup about taking him to stores and trying to get him out and interacting with people and all that but like you know I wasn't living in my own place i was I was in the you know running out of basement from our friends, and so i couldn't you know i did, I tried not to just have as many people over as possible, and so Norbert didn't get a lot of exposure to people when I was living in the basement. And then here in our house, you know, our, our house before you moved in after we were married, uh, was kind of empty and (laughs) not, not, and then even when you, after you moved in after we were married and, and we, we just had stuff everywhere. And like, you know, it was just, it wasn't the place that you wanted to have a a lot of people come over to, you know, and then add in all this COVID-19 stuff nobody can come over. <laughs> so so yeah, every time that Norbert now sees anybody new, he gets super excited and cuz he just he hasn't been around enough people lately. But it, whenever he is, he loves them. It's just that he has to do a little bit. We have to train him a little bit better at not freaking out on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but that so, is good to mention yeah. that that we don't we're not experts at all. That's good to say cuz we yeah. Norbert's a crazy dog and uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our best, but yeah.
0: It'll take some more time. More but. puppy
1: challenges. We got to talk That's about good. the puppy phase.
0: Yeah. So, we did take him to a couple different dog training camps, but the one we liked best, I think, was the Good Dog Camp. If
1: you're in Rochester.
0: Yeah, if you're in Rochester.
1: It's a great one. She does she does a great job, especially with the puppy class of you know, because it's really important as puppies to socialize them with other dogs and with other humans, obviously, just so that they can start to understand how they're supposed to interact with, with humans and, and, you know, exposing them to other dogs early on also helps then if you want to take them to the dog park. Um,
0: and Norb later. loves the dog park and he does really well at the dog park. He's a nice dog to have there. He's not overtly aggressive. He interacts well with other dogs. So it was good to bring him to a little camp to mm-hmm. just when he was little.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but other challenges, uh, obviously, uh, the <laughs> picking up poop after him and taking care of the yard, which so, Neil does more <laughs> of for sure.
1: Hannah, what's your experience like <laughs> with dogs and their relieving of themselves? What What does your family dog do? What What is the deal with that? What does he wear?
0: Our family dog has um, some <laughs> issues with <laughs> urinating, so. He had to wear what they literally call a peekeeper.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> Which is like this cute. It's like <laughs> looks like little overalls, but it literally is like a doggy diaper. So our dog is my family's dog. Is, so thank you. <laughs> is this? This is a great
1: story. You don't you don't like talking about it, but it's hilarious
0: because it's kind of embarrassing. But no. I love our family dog. He's so cute.
1: Norbert's got our basketball. Hold on, vamp. <laughs>
0: I'll keep talking about our, our dog's diaper, I guess. Not Norb's, but my family's growing up. Um, he is really a cute dog, but we tried training him and we got him when it was really cold. So he was this tiny, tiny dog would just shiver outside, would not want to pee consistently out in the yard. And eventually my mom was just tired of him. Like having accidents in the house. So she went and researched. And apparently, this is a thing because it's a business, but (laughs) there are things called (laughs) peekeepers. Look it up if you have small dogs. You know what? It's
1: not that, you know, lots of dogs struggle with relieving themselves. Some, you know, dogs will get scared in the storms and, and, you know, I mean, it happens. (laughs) It's just that yours...
0: (laughs) is longer term.
1: Longer term.
0: But he's a good dog. Uh, but we'll focus on Norb. Norb does not wear a diaper. He goes outside consistently. Um, and it, since he's a big dog, what is he, 85 pounds?
1: 85 pounds of meat and muscle.
0: Um, he leaves large messes around the yard and kneel and sometimes... And I we live
1: in Minnesota. About- <laughs> and so in the middle of winter, when it's, you know, minus 10 degrees out and the wind's blowing... It's just easier to just let him out the back and let him go relieve himself and do his business. But then you end up forgetting that he did that and then weeks go by and then you're out there picking up a minefield of <laughs> dog turds.
0: Neil's still sour about this because it was only about a month and a half, two months ago that he went out to pick up all the piles and it takes- he came in and said, never again, never again.
1: He's stealing coasters, vamp. <laughs>
0: Norb loves to steal everything, especially when he wants attention. So this is his way of telling us that he wants us to go play with him. So, uh, yeah, so obviously just the simple thing of cleaning up after the dog, an obvious thing. Um, And then when we do (laughs) want to go.
1: We're recording this in the morning, which is unusual. Usually we record at night and Norbert's just dead tired by then
0: right now so he's
1: now ready to play. He's ready to play and just mess around. <laughs> now he's going after my bible. Get Get out of there.
0: <laughs> uh, there. Other Ooh. challenges. Just again when you want to go places or travel, you have to figure out where Norb's going to be. Is he going with us? Is he staying home? Can we ask someone to take him out for us?
1: It's even yeah, I mean it's stuff like that. It affects the travel, not right now because of COVID, but, you know, so yeah, if you want to plan a trip or something, you got to find a good kennel, a reliable kennel, or yeah, if, you know, if a relative can stay with him or you take him somewhere or something. Um, but even on top of that, you know, it's the, it's the everyday factor, you know, because you can't, you don't want to leave him alone at home in the kennel for, you know, more than maybe eight ish hours, 10, maybe, but that's still, you know, I mean, it's, you know you you don't, he's a, he's an animal, you know, he's, he's not meant to be just caged all day. And so, um, and then also, you know, he has to eat and relieve himself. And so (laughs) you do, you have to kind of plan a little bit more around his needs as well, not just your own. Um, which definitely took me a while to get used to, um, especially coming from just, you know, yeah, being just myself, um, as an adult, then, having another thing to be responsible for. I mentioned that a little bit earlier, but, but it is, I mean, cause you have to kind of think about your work day and fortunately now being married and living in the same house and all that, he, you know, typically one of us is, especially now with COVID. I mean, one of us is almost always home with him. So he gets to spend a lot of time
0: exploring out running around
1: summertime. So, yeah.
0: We're hoping when he gets, as he gets older, he'll be able to not be in the kennel when we're gone. But right now he's just not quite. As you can
1: tell, he likes to be a little (laughs) mischievous son of a gun.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, but he's getting, he is getting better and he does really well in his, his kennel. We have a big kennel for him and he just naps when we're gone and rests Mm. and he does a good job.
1: If you need a, uh, a little pro tip about kenneling your dog first of all you should um get them used to the kennel get them comfortable in there because dogs do like it you know they like to have a safe secure place uh that they can go into um so Norbert's never been opposed to his kennel um especially because we incentivized it and this was one of the big tricks that I learned was you know give him a kong with some food in it and put a little dollop a little dollop dollop of peanut butter on it and show him that it's an okay place to be. It's a good place to go. You know, good things happen when you go in the kennel. Um, it's not just a place where you won't see us for hours, (laughs) but that, yeah, I mean, it's okay. And, um, it gives him a little time too. like half the time when we come home, he's just been taking a nap, you know, so he can just relax, um, and have a little time to himself too.
0: Yeah. And he loves, Hopping in there when he knows he's getting a Kong. Oh. He'll like run in there and wait for you. <laughs> Even half
1: the time when we go to work <laughs> or, or, yeah, getting ready to go to church or something, he will just like go downstairs and stand and wait in the kennel because he knows what's coming. That's how much he loves peanut butter. I do know some dogs, you know, like my childhood dog growing up, Snoopy. Snoopy Lou. Um, he was a lot. He's a Lhasa Apso Shih Tzu mix. And so he can't do peanut butter, his stomach is really sensitive and all this stuff. Um, so that might not be an option for everyone, but I think that if you have any, I mean, any kind of treat theoretically will work, right? So that's a good tip for getting them in the kennel. And it's good to do that too. Um, especially as puppies, because they are so mischievous and they like to explore and get into things. And until you get them trained properly, I just petted him and a whole bunch of fur came off. He's still losing his winter coat a little bit. (laughs) Oh, well, that's a, another Yeah, challenge. let's leave that That's a perfect segue
0: Whoa <laughs> Norb has a lot of hair <laughs> A he, lot
1: fur. Yeah. It's fur
0: Fur Yeah, he can't get his little dog haircuts Like uh, both of our family childhood dogs get their haircut. But Norb is a shedder And that, a challenge is just cleaning that up Vacuuming a lot, sweeping a lot, but that's—I mean—it's good anyway to do those things. But it's it just is. like his hair or fur is everywhere. It's
1: amazing, you know. I mean, it is good to vacuum and keep your house clean. I mean, that's always a good thing to do. But literally, five minutes after you vacuum, you're already seeing tufts and piles of fur.
0: Yeah, all and it's over frustrating the floor. <laughs> when you're like in the kitchen and his yes. hair. Is on the counter or in your food? I'll, yeah, well, we'll be eating.
1: you forget that it's on your clothes because you've been snuggling with them, and then you go and you bake something, or you know, yeah, you. Oh, there he goes, squeak, squeak, and you're making mac and cheese or something, and you know, you got your arm or your sleeve over the thing, and then a hair drops in. Yes. What are you supposed so to do? Tip. Lint brush all Lint the time. Brush all the time. Let it roll.
0: <laughs> yes. I don't know. Let's see, what else? Uh, Oh, because he's a really big dog, getting him into the bathtub only worked for so long because now he's so big (laughs) that, first of all, I can't lift him into the tub anymore. Neil could, but he just, we did the bath thing in the tub for a while, but then his hair would get everywhere, and we found it easier just to hose him off when the weather's nice and shampoo him in the yard.
1: Yes. Uh, and honestly, you know, when he's, especially during the winter months, I mean, yeah, he'll get wet, you know, if you go for long walks and snow's melting and, and that, um, but that's different than like springtime or fall time when the ground's getting kind of mushy and there's a lot of mud and dirt around, you know, sludge from in the springtime from all the snow plows and stuff, uh, and the snow is, it's all dirty and all that, like They're going to get dirty in that, those kind of conditions, but, um, especially in the summer. So, so, you know, like into the spring, summer, fall. Yeah. You want to be able to bathe them fairly regularly. Winter
0: will dry them off and then we have just a wipe off spray. Yep. So you'll spray him and then, so that he's still getting clean. It's just not quite the same as his summer baths.
1: Yeah. But yeah, again, he's not getting as dirty as in those hotter, warmer, months so it 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 balances out
0: yeah so we just bought him oh also in the summer we like to buy him a baby pool just a plastic pool last year we had one at fit him but it wasn't the big big one so we got him a big plastic pool that's another great thing for dogs Mm -hmm. well you guys might know that already but (laughs) he loves the baby pool
1: you know one of the biggest challenges is just finding ways to keep them entertained that was one of the things for me because i especially as a puppy um they, they just want to go and they want to do things. And so, yeah, it's great to go out and walks them and, and you want to find ways to tire them out through exercise for sure. Um, and Norbert, you know, one of his favorite things to do now is go in the pool, get wet, just run around the yard because it excites him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's dead by the end of the day. He's so tired. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, it, you just have to get into that routine. Again, you have to like allot time in your day in some capacity, even if it is just getting them outside to run around to, f- to find, yeah, time for their own exercise. Because dogs are meant to run around. They're meant to not, you know, t- I mean most dogs, you know, you get a, a bulldog or whatever and they're probably just going to sit on the couch and fart. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. They am sure need exercise too. Yeah. If you have a bulldog, tell us about what tell- that's like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do they fart all the time? <laughs>
0: actually norb does <laughs> norbert does woof not oh. all the time but occasionally and it's oh it's great. bad <laughs> uh
1: what we uh, yeah. just a few more th- i yeah. just kind of thought about the puppy stage a little bit more because sure. i mean we've been out of it for a while now with norbert but the teeth are so bad they're so sharp those yeah, puppy I teeth. i would
0: cry because norb would just when he was a little puppy he would want to bite everything so like he'd bite my arm or my heels and it hurt so bad i would just be crying and even but he was so cute Mm -hmm. but it hurt
1: it does yeah and they're you know again like through the puppy times the the teen period or whatever and even still now as as has been demonstrated norbert's kind of mischievous like he's always wanting attention and if he's not getting it he's going to find ways to to get it and so, I can't tell you how many pairs of underwear that I have that have giant holes in them from Norbert stealing them from the laundry basket and mm-hmm. r- romping around the house with my underwear, <laughs> my dirty underwear in his <laughs> mouth.
0: It's so gross. I
1: can't tell you how many pairs of shoes, especially my Crocs, have dents in them. Fortunately, they already have holes, so it can't get much worse <laughs> than that. But
0: <laughs> also, you're missing your Woody piece off of your... I think croc.
1: Norbert swallowed my Woody crock insert. <laughs> so I haven't... <laughs> that would have been a while ago. It's been missing for a while. Right. But, uh,
0: he eats a lot of random things.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
0: oh, didn't he chew up your glasses, like two pairs? Yeah,
1: he chewed up my glasses.
0: So dogs can be expensive. I mean, obviously their yeah. vet bills and their food and stuff like that, but also they can... Damage things when he was a puppy he would chew on furniture and, mm-hmm.
1: and that's you know all of this of course is on top of the initial costs of the dog you know itself so a lot of times if you go through a breeder even if you go through you know paws and claws you're it's going to be a, you know hundreds of dollars to to buy a dog um and we were very blessed again by the by the family that we knew from church who um just allowed us to have norbert which was a huge blessing Um, especially working for the church, me, not, you know, I don't make tons of money. (laughs) Um, so it was, and, and it was just, it was awesome. So thankful for that. And you're probably going to, you know, especially if you're looking for a particular breed, you're probably going to have to go through a breeder or again, if you go even at like a humane society, it's going to cost money to adopt that dog to help support them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, the initial cost of the dog, but then you have to factor in those follow-up vet visits where they're getting their shots every month. Um, here in Minnesota, at least you have to have the, you need to have the heartworm medication and, um, at least probably eight, maybe nine months of the year, you have to have the flea and tick medicine. Um, and especially for a dog like Norb who loves to just roll in the grass and run around and all that. Um, And you know that's, you know, depending on what brands you're getting and all that, that's a a good chunk of change every month. Um, and then and then also obviously the food.
0: Which we'll talk about our favorite stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about
1: our favorite brands and all that. But treats, food and treats, and then
0: oh, toys are the best to buy. (laughs) But again, that's something you pay for. So yeah, but they are fun.
1: They are fun. Yeah. But at more costs. Actually, we should just talk about the we should talk about the products here. Yeah, while we're
0: so his food, Neil. Food
1: we use Purina Pearl Plan, and that was recommended by the our breeder, and uh, that was what Norbert ate as a puppy. And it is expensive, but I have to say, you know, we haven't had any dietary issues with Norbert. I mean his <laughs> his bowel movements, his stools <laughs> are always solid, and uh, you know i mean yeah he's a he's a golden retriever black lab mix, so you know it's big, it's not fun to pick up, but we <laughs> talked about that okay but um, but we've never had any dietary issues with him, you know, like growing up, our family dog again, Lassa, Apsa, Shih Tzu mix sensitive stomach you know i I can't tell you how many types of food my parents have tried get feeding him over the years, and you know now he's on he's on a high um high priced you know, like whatever it is, science diet or whatever for dogs, like the canned stuff that's refrigerated because yeah, his stomach can't handle is, yeah. stuff. So, uh, you know, yeah, could we get by with whatever the cheap stuff Did is? You call
0: it the science diet. Isn't that what it is? Oh, is that what it's called?
1: I thought so. Oh, like okay. Hill's, were... isn't it Hills Science Diet oh, or something?
0: Maybe I thought you just made that
1: up. <laughs> no, I think that's the brand.
0: Okay, never. Mind.
1: I I could be wrong. I don't know if any of your dogs use Hills Science Diet. If that's what it is, I might, I don't know. I could be making that up.
0: That's cool. No, I just thought it was something like the science diet. No, it's real. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. So we like Purina Pro Plan, And also
0: his coat is so shiny. It
1: is. I, you know, he's just, he's been a very healthy dog and, and it has, um, it has all the proportions on the, on the back. I mean, you know, all the, I'm sure all the bags of dog food do, but following those guidelines on the back of the bag has, you know, Norb's, he's an active dog, but we did get him neutered and so that typically would add some poundage and he has a little bit more than when he before that but
0: he's in good shape for he, a dog he's in good shape and he loves his food he always eats all mm-hmm. of it yep he so loves Parina it so pro plan good brand as far as
1: and you know what i would just to close that out i i would rather pay a little bit more on his food than have to you know worry about problems down the line with his intestines or, or whatever, you know, um, I, I just would rather make that investment now than have to worry about, Oh, he's getting super fat. Cause he's eating this bad food. You know, I mean, it just, it makes more sense to me to do it that way.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like our own health. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you eat, uh, good and things. I, and I, I don't eat good things.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I got to encourage that in the dog.
0: <laughs> great. Great.
1: <laughs> just kidding. I loved, uh, I love the sausage rice. Hot dish today, thanks.
0: I veggies in it. Woo! Hey,
1: you did you did good, kid. Thank you. You did real good. <laughs> Rousing round of applause.
0: <laughs> uh, for more food items, he loves his Milk Bone treats. We
1: yeah, so milkbone has so many varieties of treats. The ones that we've gotten, we we um we get the little ones, and I I really like those because um it it might just be like a mind thing, but you can when you have the littler treats, it feels like you can give them more you know because they're there and and you can reward um more often than just oh, here's a big old bone, you know um so we yeah we use the the um marrow treats that they have and then the multi flavored little bone treats like so biscuits little biscuits, yeah, yeah. like. You know bacon chicken beef whatever else it's a little variety pack but um yeah he loves those they work really well for um you know training so you know you take those on walks and stuff and and work on your commands with him with those um but they also are just nice you know if he does something good around the house or if he's being a good boy you can just throw a couple of those at him <laughs> and by throw i mean <laughs> just give them to him <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. like to play hide-and-seek with him, though. You used to do that all the time. Yeah, when
0: he was really a uh, pup, I would hide him around the basement and have him go find it, and he still will play that game because he knows what it is. And I would just kind of hide him around, and then he would go and search, and it kept him distracted for a little while, but it was fun. And then you just make sure he picked them all up. And
1: Yep. What cool. other products we got here? Yeah.
0: Uh, the dental sticks, dentist. sticks. Yes. He loves those.
1: We use the pedigree brand. Um, dentists sticks. Greenies are great too. I've used greenies before. I just, I think that they are a little bit more expensive, but the biggest thing, you know, obviously you want to be taking care of their, of their dental health, just like us again, you know? Um, and so, uh, I do have a toothbrush and toothpaste as well. We used it a little bit when he was a pup, a really small pup. Uh, now we pretty much rely on the dental sticks and every time that we've gone into the vet they've had nothing but glowing things to say about his teeth so i think he's doing pretty well on those and you know if things were to go bad or whatever we could we could uh i could start brushing his teeth again but <laughs> but i think the dental sticks do a pretty good job and especially the mint flavored ones make his breath smell a better, little better a little better <laughs> he does have yeah. pretty bad dog breath sometimes <laughs> He's in
0: here stretching. Uh, We also, as far as uh, food kind of stuff, if we get him bones, I mean, we'll get him different types of bones here and there, but we really like just getting a butcher shop bone Mm. if it's summer because you can't them inside. But when he's outside, he loves a real bone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to have those inside. They're absolutely disgusting. I mean, they're raw, so they're disgusting and they smell that's something that you'll find with a lot of the real dog treats is that they do smell. That's why, I mean, dogs like them more because they're natural. They're just, you know, they come from the animal. <laughs> uh, and that's why they get so excited about them. Um, but you don't want to have those inside. Like we used to do the, uh, um, what are those called? Bully sticks, which oh, are the, yeah. the, the bull part. Um,
0: <laughs> and he loved and,
1: them. Oh, he loved them. But they didn't last very long because he's a big dog and he just you can chomp through them real quick. And they smell terrible. They do. <laughs> so, if, yeah, if you can use those outside, yeah. it's way better.
0: We've just found that you have to be a little more careful with those because he gets more protective of them because they're like a really high value yep. thing to him. So uh, we're having our baby soon. So we know just ahead of time that if we're going to give him one of those bones that – like little baby can't be near him because yeah, that's that, a good out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good outside. We need to do. We have things we need to do inside. Go chill outside for without you know, people an hour around him. Yeah, yeah,
0: because he'll protect it because it's something he likes. So, mm-hmm. uh, let's see. What is that company called where you get all its collars from?
1: Well, now we're getting into dog accessories. Yes. Um. <laughs> Neil loves and to buy him collars. I love to – I mean, you know, all these things sort of remind you of the fact that they need to be taken dogs need to be taken care of like humans. And another part of being human is our fashion and our sense of style and personality. And so one of the ways that – you know, every dog has such an, a unique individual personality. And one of the ways that you can sort of um, display that, I guess, is through things like collars or um, leashes, or uh, vests. harnesses, or oh, vests. Oh, and a little
0: coat. We bought him a cute coat <laughs> at the Duluth Trading Company yes. when we were up there. Oh, it's so cute.
1: Yeah. How he many times really has he worn handsome. it, Anna?
0: Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> but it does fit him, and he looks oh. really sweet in it. So.
1: He does. Um, and I'm sure... You know, well, hopefully, well.
0: <laughs> he should wear it more because he does get really wet he does. when it's like.
1: A lot of times we just won't walk them when it's raining though. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in the future, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So collars are a great way to customize. And you can find, you know, you can find collars at Target or Walmart or, you know, whatever store. But, um, or, you know, you go to PetSmart or Petco, those kind of things. Chuck and Don's.
0: But what is the company but you like? The company
1: that I like is called Puddle Jumper Pups um and it's because they have really unique fabric designs for their collars. They even have ways that you can customize the the uh like the clasp um what's that called? Is that just a buckle? The buckle. You know, so you can get stainless steel buckles, make it make them, you know, even nicer, potentially last longer. But I really like the fabric designs. Um they have a lot of flannel options, you know, especially norbert being a north a dog of the north. <laughs> um and I love flannel. So they yeah, they they and then but then they also have a lot of really great designs for girl dogs too. You know, lots of flowery things and, and just, you know, for every holiday, every season they come out with new designs.
0: Like this fall one, Neil Bottom for Christmas this year, but he'll wear it for the fall is super cute. I think mm. it has leaves and lattes yeah. on it. Yeah. We're so excited. Pumpkins.
1: Pumpkins. Yeah.
0: He's gonna be really fashionable starting in <laughs> September, October of this year. Yeah. Look out for that.
1: <laughs> You'll see us strutting down the street. <laughs> uh yeah, but and then they also have a really good package. I mean, they make them in different sizes too. So no matter what size dog you have, there's a collar, a really cute collar that will fit for them. That, um, you know, and they they do a pup package kind of thing too. So uh that was the first thing that I bought from them actually was it's, you can pick three, any three collars and you can get them in the different sizes so that they'll fit your dog as he grows up. Um, because that is something, especially with a bigger breed dog, you know, they, they grow pretty quickly and they'll grow out of their collars pretty quickly. So being able to have a few on hand was definitely necessary. I also got, you know, some customized dog tags, uh, from Etsy. Um, Etsy a great little, you know, cause it's, it's a lot of independent, um, a lot, oftentimes, independent um, shop owners who are making these products on a on a pretty you know individual basis. So they they do a really good job, um, and so I've I've gotten a lot of those like personal personalized things. <laughs> yeah. From Etsy. Uh, yeah, and then leashes. Um, we we've tried a few different things. Um, the, you know, uh, <laughs> if you have a small dog, you can get away with the like retractable ones, like that's okay. But if you have a big dog who tends to pull, who's super excited to get out and run around and explore and and all of that, um, those aren't going to last. You don't and you don't want to. You're not going to be able to have very adequate control of them if you're using a retractable leash. So what what I actually like and has worked out really well, um, especially when we're just taking them out to go to the bathroom. Um, is just a it's a, called a slip lead, so it's kind of kind of works just like a little, um, I don't know what would you, how would you describe it? It's got a hole to put his head through,
0: <laughs> and then you just <laughs> and then you just, just kind of you
1: cinch it, you cinch it around yeah. his neck. It's sort of like a noose. It sounds terrible. It sounds bad, but like that's the best description. But yeah. so you can just kind of put the you put the knot around his neck and then you cinch it up, and then. Um, it's nice, you know, it's, it's nice and tight. You don't have to worry about him going too far. Um,
0: and it kind of helps him to know like a little better, like, oh, if I'm pulling hard, it's tight against me. So mm-hmm. I shouldn't pull so much. Mm-hmm. We're still working on that with him. He's still, he'll still pull on walks yeah. and here a, and there, especially at the first half of the walk. But yeah. it does help.
1: We, to- we tried it. We tried a, another leash too. It was called a rock strap leash. Uh, oh, yeah. which, I'd heard good things about, for sure, it's the most heavy-duty leash that we have, but um, it's made with elastic in it, and so it ends up kind of defeating the purpose, because I don't know, it just didn't work for Norbert, because he'll move farther, and then the elastic will pull him back, but then he just wants to move farther, (laughs) and so it has some give to it.
0: Which I liked for a while, because he is so big, and he can pull me pretty easily, but now that he's so big, we don't really use it
1: much. No, yeah. Uh, the, The slip lead... You know, a leather leash, those are both, those have, have both become our go-tos. Nylon's fine too, but I like leather because it's a little easier on my hands, you know.
0: And um, it's fashionable. And it's
1: fashionable. That's right. <laughs> um, am I forgetting any, we didn't do the dog boots thing.
0: <laughs> oh, Norb doesn't really like things on his feet, I don't feel like. Or did we ever try dog boots? I don't think we No, we, ever we never did. tried them. But... but- I don't think he like anything on his feet, I should say, because he doesn't even like us, like, trimming his nails. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you do have to be careful about the little pads on their paws when it's really hot or really cold. So we just kind of keep our eye on how are those looking? Are they getting dry and rough? And then we have... Lotion we put on if they're getting like that
1: you have to all these products too I mean you have to make sure that you're buying the dog stuff because if you Mm -hmm. if you use just like human lotion I mean that's not designed for dog paws Mm -hmm. You know if you use human shampoo, I mean that's not designed for dog fur.
0: Yeah, we use Burt's Bees dog stuff um, not Because that's the only product we use. It's just what we've found and we've tried and we've liked it. it
1: smells good Yeah, I mean it's it's natural-ish you know and you can
0: find it on sale at the store um like tj maxx has a section for animals and they often have that stuff discounted
1: yeah we got his dog bowls there yeah they and we got like a pack of 720 poop bags (laughs)
0: Yeah. and a poop bag just needs (laughs) it's lasted us
1: it's been like a year and a half yeah seriously it doesn't
0: have to do anything but hold the poop yeah um yeah, and then there's some that are like the more natural bags where they are <laughs> biodegradable and they smell good. So you can find all sorts of poop stuff. Yeah. All right, great.
1: Back to the poop stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, oh, well, Kong it's, We got to talk about
1: toys, yeah. So <laughs> we like Kong brand toys. Because? Because Norbert... And, and actually, I think a lot of dogs... Um, they just rip up the fluffy stuff, you know? It's fun. Oh, he's it's sleeping fun. right now. Oh, he's sleeping. Oh. It's really cute. You know what? We, If you want us to do a video podcast, tell us.
0: Because he is really cute.
1: He is really cute right now, and I wish you could see him. His I wish I had a... keepers are closed. I don't have like an aww up. sound effect, but that's, that's about as close as yeah. I got.
0: That reminds me of like Instagram where you kind of do the love. Oh, yeah. like heart one where it closes in on them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's very sweet right now. Oh, now that he's not stealing basketballs and coasters, (laughs) but, uh, Kong toys we have found for us are the least likely to, because they use a lot of like rubber and material that isn't going to, it's durable. It's durable. It's not going to, um, either break or, um, rip apart as easily as some because it is adorable to get all the little like random animals we got like his first ever toy was a little tiny dinosaur dragon thing
0: somehow it's lasted i don't know how well
1: not really anymore <laughs> we put it away for long stretches of time and then we bring it back out and then he like rips off another wing or something <laughs> so you kind of have to go in spurts you we know.
0: bought him this humongous pickle stuffed pickle toy for Christmas, and it was great, but immediately he gets a hole in it. So anything that's just like thin and stuffed for him doesn't work well. Mm-hmm. It's cute. We still buy it occasionally, but Kong stuff we know will last, mm-hmm. and he loves it.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of those Kong toys, too, are good inside and out. So you can you can use them for fetch outside. Um if you wanted to, you know, or you can just, you can have them as your, desi- it is good to have designated indoor and outdoor toys so that you're not, you know, bringing in nasty, slobbery, dirty toys into the house. Um, but some of them are so durable, you know, and easy to clean too, honestly, mm-hmm. that if you wanted to, they could be used in or outside.
0: Yeah. Like we've been using the Kong Frisbee a bunch outside. Um, and then we use the little treat Kongs, obviously, to get them in his kennel. Or if you just, if we want to give them a bigger treat, we'll use those.
1: Grown up, my Snoopy didn't, my dog, childhood dog, did not like, didn't really go for Kongs. Like, you know, the the little, the kind of classic red Kong toy. He didn't really like those. So I was very happy that Norbert does because it, it did become like the easiest way to give him a bunch of treats. It's a fun little game for them to kind of put their nose in it and try and get the little treats out one by one, you know, Norbert's always been very food motivated. So if you have a food motivated dog, Kongs are like the, the traditional red Kong toys are really, really good for them. Yeah. Yeah. What next, Hannah?
0: We wanted to talk about places that we like to bring Norbert.
1: There's a lot of places you can bring your dog and, uh, maybe not right now unfortunately because of coronavirus and all of that um but you can still do a lot outside
0: which is where they like to be best anyway yeah so obviously at home we have a fenced in yard which has been awesome a lot of places don't have fenced in yards but luckily when we bought our house it already had a fenced in yard
1: that was one of the things we really wanted because we knew norbert would want to run around yeah and it's just you know it's a nice little feature
0: yeah Uh, The dog parks are great. We took them there a lot last year. And then this year we hope to, again, we're a little more, uh, I don't know, we haven't taken them there yet with everything going on, but we probably will this summer get them out to the dog
1: park. Yeah. You have to, so the, the biggest thing about dog parks is you have to, you have to know that your dog is okay being around other dogs. That's why going to socialization and puppy classes early is so important because that, gives them that opportunity to get to know other dogs and know how to interact with them. Um, but then they also, ha- I think it's, is it two months or four months? I don't know. There's So they need to be a certain age before oh, you bring them. Yeah, before you can bring them to the dog park, they need to be, I think it's like a, a certain shot that they get. Oh, I want to okay. say it's four months maybe. Um, is but it they, the
0: rabies one?
1: It might be the rabies or or a couple, I don't know. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, you don't want to take them there too early either because they you know, it's meant for full grown dogs. So there's going to be a whole lot of big German shepherds, you know, golden retrievers, gold, golden doodles, all these Labs. <laughs> sheep dogs, you know, uh, and they, they're, yeah. they're running around and doing their thing. And, and, uh, you know, you don't want to, you don't want the puppy to get too scared of dogs right away either or have a bad experience, which unfortunately has happened for us, for me anyway, when I've taken Norm to the dog park a couple of times. You know, dogs, they say no no toys or, or treats in the dog park, but people don't follow the rules. And and so, you know, yeah, I mean, the dog sees a toy, he's going to want to go get it. But unfortunately, the other dog knows that is their toy, and so they're going to get defensive with it, which is why they don't say to bring them, but people do it anyway.
0: Yeah. And, and, and then dogs like to wrestle. So just knowing if your dog is smaller or bigger than the other dogs to, you have to watch them. I mean, mm-hmm. you're still have to be responsible for your dog at the dog park. Yep. Uh, so we like to take him there.
1: yep uh, Especially it, it now. Is, yeah. It is good too. They do have some of them, you know, depending on the size of the dog park, will have different areas penned yep. off for bigger dogs or for little dogs. So that can be, that can be a a good compromise you know if there's a bunch of bigger dogs in one of the areas maybe take your dog to the you know if it's a smaller dog put them in the other one or if it's a dog if you have a dog that doesn't get along well with other dogs just put them in the the separate uh closed off area fenced in area
0: yeah and now that the weather's getting better and drier it's a little easier to take them there without completely getting them muddy yeah because <laughs> they can become a mud fest yes. out there uh, let's see. Norb loves his walks. Uh, and Neil's been bringing him on runs. Recently.
1: I just started. Yeah. Hannah loves your track star. People might not know this yet on this pod. Oh You hold man. some state rec. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I don't hold state records She
1: holds her high school, Cass and Manorville, uh, a couple records over there. Oh, Look it up. Google it. Hannah Oh no. And so she pretty much is an Olympic athlete. And, uh,
0: um, <laughs> I didn't say that. so
1: right now she is, very prego. Yeah, and, so
0: I have not been running, which is too bad, but I will get back into it once I'm not carrying a small human.
1: And and before you were, you know, before we got married and stuff, um you Norbert was still so young and wasn't super great even at just at walking. He still kind of struggles sometimes with walking. Right. Um but late I don't know. I feel like in the last few months he's gotten to a point where now He's pretty consistently okay at walking and so I wanted to see how he would do just running alongside of me and he's pretty good about it I've only taken him on a couple of runs so far but um but he's pretty he's pretty good about it and so that's another little motivation even for myself to get out and exercise
0: <laughs> yeah and it, just bringing him on walks has been great yeah for my exercise and um uh, yeah, it just encourages everyone. So that's another plus to having a dog is that you get out and you exercise because they need it, you need it. Woo!
1: Yeah, burn those cows. Yeah. Uh, other places. So it's hard right now because we're in COVID lockdown quarantine. You can't go a lot of places. Um, but but I I really did enjoy with Norbert as a puppy a couple you know small puppy a couple years ago taking him anywhere and everywhere that I could just to try and socialize him interact allow him to interact with other people other dogs find see new environments get used to everything that he could so i you know any pretty much any store that has a a, a pet policy where they'll allow them to come in if i knew i was going to one of those i would take him with me um and so you know shields is one that you might not think of they they allow pets in their store not right now they don't even allow humans in the store uh, <laughs> just like most places very limited humans. yes uh, <laughs> but shields was a, a surprising one you know you can take them to the home improvement stores so Lowe's I think Ace might um, but for sure Lowe's Home Depot um, Menards. Um, What other ones? Where else did we take them? I mean, obviously, your pet stores. So PetSmart, Petco, Chuck and Don's. You can take your dogs in there.
0: Ooh, Cabin Coffee.
1: Cabin Coffee, a local coffee shop here in Southeast Minnesota.
0: Give dog treats out, which was really nice because not all places – you a know, lot of places
1: will do that though. I yeah, mean, like you yeah. go through the drive-through at Caribou, they'll give them a little.
0: Yeah, so some of the coffee shops, but not everywhere does. It so it's really fun when you find places. Yeah, or like he gets a pep cup at Dairy Queen. Pup cup, which we still don't know if it's free or not because we just ordered everything sure it is. together. <laughs> but he loves getting those things. Yeah, a little ice cream.
1: <laughs> so any, you know, and yeah, going to you know when you go on walks, stopping at parks, and um, especially you know it's one thing too I, I should say if you if you adopt a rescue dog who's an adult who maybe has some issues with humans maybe you want to take some of those steps a little more slowly but especially when they're just little puppies and they're just getting to know the world and people um you know i just think socializing them in every way possible is is very beneficial um because that was something that we didn't do with my family dog growing up and you know, every time then that people would come over to the house we had to like either put him in his kennel or tell them you cannot look at them. You have to avoid him at all costs because he does not like other humans. Very protective dog. Um,
0: And our family dog's pretty protective too. Like he'll be really snuggly with people, but when you initially come in, if he doesn't know you, he's very, and I don't know, that could just be a difference of breeds and sizes of dogs mm -hmm. too. But yes.
1: It's also really good um, for the times when you, uh, do need to travel or you need to go someplace, um, having a good kennel or a good person that can take care of your dog for you. So a lot of times my brother, Nathan, will uh, take care of Norbert if, um, for example, when we were on our honeymoon, uh, Nathan stayed at our house and watched Norbert.
0: And your parents have been really helpful my and My parents
1: help. Him. yep. Um, we, the kennel that we um, – that we go to here in, in Minnesota. It's called Erie Kennels. It's just a small little kennel. Country kennel. Country kennel. Uh, Rusty is the guy, the owner. Um, but they're, they're very nice. Uh, they do a great job of, of taking care of, you know, all sizes of dogs and, and their little play area is pretty awesome in the back. They have like, you know, running water and, um, and uh, I think like little paths the trees too that the dogs can go up and I don't know it, it's really cool so um, having a good place a reliable place that you can have your pet stay when you do need to travel or when you do need to go somewhere is really important too because you don't want to be totally tied down you know I mean yeah you are in some ways but also just knowing that you have the freedom to go about and do what you need to do still is very important yeah when you can't take them places
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. So we're gonna end this with all of our favorite why we love having a dog. The, the best
1: ups. parts. Ew. The 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 ups of having a pup.
0: Yeah. The pup ups. The pup ups. Uh. Yay! <laughs>
1: I wish I, I need a children's yay on this. That's I need to make a list of all the sound effects we need to have. We
0: needed some like little dog woofs and. Oof,
1: oof. Yeah. Actually, I am. I wonder if I can. Well, no, I'm not gonna mess with it right now. But. Um. <laughs> We'll get some more. We'll get some more sound effects, you guys. It's a work in progress. If you want more sound effects, subscribe to our pod. <laughs> <laughs> Share this pod with your friends. The Catholic Dog Pod <laughs> for one episode.
0: Oh okay.
1: um, yeah. So what? I mean, what are what are a couple of your favorite well, things? Well,
0: some we've already mentioned. Just to re-mention. the walks and the jogs and just the activities you get to do. It is fun. It's good for us as humans to do them gets us out, gets you socializing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's always good. Gets you outside. Uh, And then you had mentioned uh, that you do learn discipline. Uh, You're not just helping your dog, but you're learning it yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that by far has been the best blessing of owning a dog from my end. And it's something that for sure you can't get with cats so much because cats are a little bit or or whatever other animals, you know, I mean, they, they can be a little bit more self-sufficient, you know, um, they can get by, you know, if you, if you, you stick out a uh, food for a week and water, you know, and, and have their litter box, you know, cats will take care of themselves for the most part.
0: Also, if you have a cat and you disagree, because I did have a cat for a while growing <laughs> up <laughs> and they were a little easier to take care of, but maybe you have a difficult cat, share your story with us. Please. <laughs>
1: But no, I, I just, you know, the, with the amount of work, uh, and patience that you need in order to take care of a puppy, especially and train them, how you want them to behave and, and act, uh, wasn't something that I really had been familiar with in adulthood. And so like, I, you know, I got Norbert, we got Norbert before, um, before I had even proposed to you and it was a big it was kind of a big catalyst moment for me to realize, wow, this like <laughs> having, it's kind of cool to be, re, it's scary to be responsible for another person or whatever, but, um, or dog or thing, but you gain so much from it. Um, and you know, responsibility, um, having to be on a little bit more of a set schedule, you know, so that you're, you're keeping somebody other than yourself first um yeah i'm trying to think of other i mean just just the general care for a for creature. creation for creature but then also you know you can apply that to you know i feel like i've learned a lot about what parenting will be like in some ways from having raised a dog Yeah, you're gonna me, get no. up when you don't want to right. you're gonna have to clean up messes when you don't want to you know, you're gonna have to pick up poop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to make sure you have child care, yeah. or you're doing the care. Uh, yeah, you have to line up all of that stuff. So it has mm-hmm. been good in that. that yeah, one too. Yeah,
1: just it, it's huge for character building. I think. Mm-hmm. As so frustrating it, as it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: and it teaches you more patience and yeah things like that. Yeah. Um, obviously we love the puppy snuggles he's a great snuggler
1: he is Mm -hmm. he likes his personal space sometimes too um but he's been especially as he's gotten a little bit older he's he's gotten a lot more snuggly and you know after you go down and feed him in the morning he'll come right back up and hop into bed and kind of lick your face and then kind of snuggle in there um which is yeah i mean and he is very he has a very soft fur shiny coat like we mentioned and uh you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's he's cute. He's cute. And it's, <laughs> it's fun to, as even when they shed all over you and all that, you know, <laughs> uh, just to have like, you know, like I had a, I had a little stuffed brown lab growing up that I, I would snuggle with, I, um, stu- yeah, stuffed animal. Um, and it's like basically the exact same thing, except Norbert is bigger and smellier sometimes. And, you actually, know. Real. <laughs> actually real, actually <laughs> real. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, And yeah, and he just, he has, it's fun to get to know his personality as a dog. And I mean, that's one of the reasons we picked him out mm. of the litter is because he's kind of a weirdo and a goober. Mm. Uh, and we like that in his personality. And mm. so he does have his own personality.
1: And, um, you know, something that, you know, especially when dogs get to know you and they like you and, and they get into their routines and stuff, they have. An infectious happiness that, you know, until you've had that <laughs> that relationship with the dog, it's hard to understand uh, what that can do for you and what it can do for your day because you get home from work and it's been a hard day or a long day or whatever. And
0: he's immediately like, oh, 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 you're home. And I'm His like, tail I'm is so tired.
1: It's like boom, boom, <laughs> yeah. boom, 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 boom. And you get makes closer. makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they, you know give them some treats or run around outside and and when they're panned and you can just see the happy, oh, it's so good to be alive. Thanks, guys. I love you. Is that what, <laughs> wow. is that what Norbert sounds like? Maybe. Is that what you think his voice is like? Hey. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shoot. I've got, I've got it all wrong
0: i tried (laughs) but i do think that enthusiasm would be that's pretty applicable to how he seems yes
1: and again Um, yeah i mean it just it's it's a it's a it's a day lifter mm -hmm. yeah and and you get that you know if you're taking good care of your dogs and um and providing for them all that they need that's all that they want they just want to be with you and spend time with you and run around and play and and if you're giving that to them that's all they ask and, yeah.
0: and so if you have
1: one that's that's the responsibility that you have yeah
0: and ultimately they are truly man's best friend
1: yeah they are and woman's
0: and woman's <laughs> <laughs> but really he he uh is a great pal yeah it's fun if you you know if you're home even by yourself and you have norb here it's it's fun because you're not really by yourself then.
1: It's so quiet, I've noticed. You know, like if you have him out for a walk or something, which can be nice sometimes too, just to have a break. But yeah, I mean it. You know, if he's not around or if he's staying at the kennel or something, it is just quiet and it's kind of weird almost now because mm-hmm. you get used to having that other person—not person, but other—you know—creature <laughs> present with you in the house, and it's comforting and it's good to know. You know, he's always woofing. Woof, woof. Yeah. At things when he, he thinks he sees something outside. And so it's just, there's so many adventures and, and laughs. I mean, with the silliness and like. When Norbert. he licks,
0: <laughs> he'll lick your face, he'll lick your feet, he'll lick your legs. It's, and then you're like, okay. That's enough.
1: <laughs> Stop.
0: But it makes you laugh still because it is funny. Yeah. And he's just a great little pal. Big pal. He's a big pal.
1: <laughs> big pal with a big personality. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, you have anything else to share about dogs, Hannah, or do you think we covered a lot of it?
0: I feel like we have covered a I
1: feel lot. like we probably went more in depth into our relationship with Norbert and dogs <laughs> than any of you cared about. But hey, so if you enjoyed this, this, yeah, well, kudos to you. you. <laughs> Good job, you guys. <laughs> Where's my, uh, there it is. Hold on. Ah, ah, there it is. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> Woo. Good job. Uh, We applaud you, clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, yeah, we hope you. if you like this, um, subscribe to our pod, download the pod. Uh, You can check out our YouTube channel, Pope Culture. What else? We got a website, (laughs) thepopeculture.com, and uh, you can follow us on any social media network as well. Lots of ways to get in touch with us. If you have ideas for things you'd like for us to talk about, Find us on social media. Shoot us a message, because um, we'd love to do more. You know, just like everyday things, because again, we're Catholic. We love talking about our Catholic faith, but there's a lot of uh, a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. You know, we we live in the world too, and we live we live our lives here, and so we have to. Um, it's good to just find ways to apply our Catholic faith to everything that we do. Share our life experiences. And uh, hopefully that way we can, we can learn from some of you as well. Yeah. Yeah, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Have a great day. Hey. Thanks for being with us. And thanks to Norbert yeah. Janine. Who's- thanks for our
1: special guest star who has passed out <laughs> on the bed next to us. Until next time, friends.